0: Oh hello, and welcome to the second episode of the AdTech Forum. This is our second episode of a five-part series brought to you by by Flash Talking by MediaOcean. We're so excited to have everybody here.
1: We're so excited for our guest Matt Yeager, who joins us from Uber. Matt leads performance creative across Uber. He previously worked at Allstate, Quibi, and attended the University of Missouri. He has worked in campaign management ad tech product management, and now focuses primarily on creative production and optimization. So he has a great background. So Matt, thanks again for being here. First question to you is obviously Uber is, is king of creative and they've done a fantastic job, but being one of the best creative testers in the game, what big changes do you foresee in 2024?
2: Yeah. Uh, thanks for the question. I think, um, Really for, for me, what I see coming is that historically, I feel like a lot of creative testing was about finding the best creative and and really trying to kind of narrow down to that one winner. Um, and over the last couple of years, really, it's been shifting this way, but I think I especially see it going, you know, more and more in this direction is that it's more about your kind of basket of creative and, and having um, a good mix of, of different assets. It will require um, different ad types, like, static video, and then even within those, um, you know, different styles of, of video and static, um, whether that be illustration or, or more real photography, or if it's showing your products versus showing use cases, um, all sorts of different messages and, and, and creative types. And I think testing will look more like what is the proper mix, um, you know, by adding this thing in does performance improve, but it's less about trying to get to that zero sum absolute best creative because these platforms, particularly in paid social um, and, and some of the other, you know, core marketing channels, I think that that's the direction they're moving. They're using the creative to find new audiences. And so the, the more diversity that you have in your creative mix, um, I, I feel like that is what's actually going to drive performance uh, through creative.
1: Awesome. You mentioned, obviously, the, the elements of, of creative and, and what you look for, you reference it as, as the basket of creative. But when we talk about the elements of creative in particular, what type of performance metrics are you looking for and what kind of impact do you typically want to see
2: yeah i think it's a great question and it's it's sometimes it's an art sometimes it's a science i think for for me um it's it's this balance of like you can get a lot of really good creative insights observationally i think um you can just kind of launch more creative and and kind of see how these various platforms google facebook tiktok etc respond which ones Kind of scale up, which ones rise to the top? Um, it's not perfect measurement, um, but I do think it allows for very quick measurement. And I think you have to be careful not to set up very complex structured tests on relatively minor changes to creative, because um, a lot of those learnings are fleeting. Uh, at least, you know, in my view, and and that might not be something that is is super valuable long term. And so I think that you're, you're able to look at metrics just like basically scale spend like did this asset rise up in kind of that mix of creative did it have better conversion rates did it have better engagement rates click rates Um, and and was it driving conversions Um, I think you can learn a lot that way Um, if it's a more structural change like what's the right number of assets for us to have or um, really turning in a totally different direction. That might actually justify more of an A/B test or even a you know a lift test um, for incrementality. Um, and again, I, I don't even I don't know that I have the perfect answer of exactly when you should and shouldn't do that. But I do think you have to kind of sometimes just rely on some of those platform metrics to get a pretty good gut gauge on if something is working or not. If that makes sense. You
1: no, know, it does, and I think that's really insightful. And you and you talk about. When AB testing is required and when it's not, but you know Uber is obviously a powerhouse in the industry, and and you guys have fantastic marketing initiatives to see the type of growth you've seen over the the, the years that you've been around. But how much of a role does creative optimization play in your your marketing strategy?
2: Yeah, I have to say that um, I think you're starting to maybe see this more often than than maybe before, but. I have great leadership that has invested in this. We have a team that I lead. That this is all we do um, is is basically make new creative, learn what's working, whether it's observationally in a more formal split or, or lift study, um, and learn the things that seem to be moving the needle um, in these various platforms. I think the platforms themselves also are talking more and more about this. If you talk to Facebook or you know YouTube, any of these platforms, they're they're consistently saying that one of, if not the biggest lever for performance improvement is creative. Um, and I think it's because their platforms have gotten so advanced at doing a lot of the targeting and a lot of the the various things that maybe we used to test a lot in performance marketing a few years ago, they kind of have a pretty automated and, and really good way of doing that um, and taking some of that work off the plate of the performance marketer. Um, and so therefore the the kind of remaining piece is this um, and so not to say it's the only thing or the most important thing, but I do think that um, it's it's a pretty big part of how we think about performance marketing and I think more and more companies are are doing that um, because you really can see pretty pretty big returns from from making better creative um, and creative that is driving more conversions. You can see as big an impact from that as you can from you know major changes to, to audience or conversion windows, whatever else you might be testing.
0: Matt, love how you just brought up audience and, and also different platforms like YouTube and like Facebook, where you can do a bunch of different kinds of multivariate A-B testing and, and get a sense of what's working, what's not working, where there's autom- automation, but also you're testing and your teams are testing. When you think about what you're doing at Uber, how do data and personalization play a role in creative?
2: Yeah, it it definitely plays a role in a few ways. I think um, there there are definitely ways that these platforms are starting to empower marketers and, and particularly creative folks to be super personalized with with ads. Um, you can dynamically pull in elements about maybe referencing a user's location, or in some cases, even like basically calling out the person's name. I mean, I think there, there are some things that can do that. I haven't done as much experimenting with kind of that far extreme of what is possible, probably. Um, but I think it kind of varies by the business and stuff. But I think at the very least what I have seen um, is that pulling in catalogs and being able to show relevant um, products or relevant information based on where a user is or some other characteristic about that user. It's an important part of the mix. I think going back to kind of my first answer, I don't think you can necessarily only do those things. Like, I think you also need to go out and make, you know, very user kind of generated organic feeling video. And you need to do some of those things too. And that is a little harder to do in an in a automated and, and personalized way. But I also think about what I said about how these platforms are kind of relying on creative to find these new audiences. I think having a good creative mix of like diversity of assets, diversity of messages in some ways that is personalization because i not i might not be making it specifically for jeremy but like i'm making it for people like you and they are actually very good at getting that one in front of you but maybe getting a different one in front of me but if i only give them one thing everyone gets the same you know and so i think that that is kind of how we think about it is just making sure that we have a mix and so while we do use some of the very automated products like Catalog, you know, feed based ads. We, we do do some of that. Um, I think that the most important way to be personalized with your creative mix is just to have a, a, a wide kind of variety of assets in, in, the, um, in the platforms as, at all times and to be consistently refreshing it so that as one audience might start to exhaust, you kind of inject some, some new life into the campaign.
0: Nice, nice. Matt, as we're in Q1, towards the beginning of Q1, what are some major predictions that you have when it comes to creative for 2024?
2: Yeah, I think um <laughs> you never know. I think a lot of times the platform, the platforms and I would say like how people interact with these platforms in their normal lives a lot of times drives this. And what I mean by that is um obviously a couple years ago, you know, I, I wouldn't have probably thought that there'd be such a focus on kind of influencer style, like kind of user generated feeling ads. Like we've actually seen, um, and I'm talking with friends in the industry, I think this is a common theme that sometimes the ads that almost look a little grainier, like look a little bit um, lower resolution and lower quality are actually in some cases working really well for us And and getting more comfortable with doing that. I think that would be my prediction is that wherever you kind of see, your own TikTok feed, your own Instagram feed, whatever that looks like, like get ready to see ads looking more and more like what your friends are posting. Because I think that seems to be what is really moving the needle on those platforms is the more you can make your content engaging and actually interesting, more informative, less like salesy, um, I think that again, you you want a mix of everything. You can still have your catalog kind of feed-based sales ads, but I think that ads that look like that, I think brands are now starting to figure out how to do that well, um, and I think you're going to see more and more people kind of pushing the envelope and, and leaning into trends and and being really creative with how they tell their 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 story to, to still drive sales but, um, but do it in a way that feels pretty organic to these platforms.
0: We know you don't have a crystal ball, but that was a fantastic answer, so you, you foresee authenticity and just scrappiness, less less polished creative. I, I think that's right. Yeah, this was this was so good. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you for uh, being one of our guests for the AdTech Forum. We genuinely want to thank our sponsors, Flash Talking by MediaOcean, for putting together this fantastic con- concept of creative. Matt, thank you. Uh, we look forward to seeing everybody next week on behalf of ATG and myself, Jeremy Bloom. Thanks, Matt. Thanks everybody for watching. Take care. Thank you.